Hello beautiful souls and welcome back to Serafina Radio. I hope you are all well and having a wonderful new year. Um, I know it's been a while since I have made a podcast but um, I had a lot of healing to be done. Um, I will fill you in a little bit on that uh, but just before I do I want to say thank you for being here whether you are an existing listener or a new listener thank you for tuning in and being here and supporting my work I love being a channel for the messages and the guidance and I've devised a reading for us all um, there's quite a few messages and I'm trying something different I have a couple of new cards as well to use so I'm really excited to bring those to you I am using the work your light oracle deck by Rebecca Campbell you all know I love that deck. Um, I'm using the Dragon Oracle by Diana Cooper, the Higher Love Soul Link Oracle cards that my beautiful soul sis um, bought for me. And the new three new decks that I am using are the Akashic Tarot, uh, the Angels and Ancestors Oracle cards, and the Divine Feminine Oracle cards. I hope you enjoyed this. And again, thank you for being here. A very big welcome. Much love, light, and blessings. I know it has been quite some time since my last podcast, which would have been the start of January. Um, to those who are active listeners on the channel, um, you know that I have been attuned to level one and two of Yusei Reiki. Beautiful, beautiful gift that it is. Um, to those who are new and tuning in, I am attuned to level one and two Yusei Reiki. And um, it was October last year that I remember sitting on the bus in gratitude, thinking of how much it has actually helped me. And I said that I devoted my life to being a service to source, to the divine, whatever you resonate with, take what resonates and leave what doesn't. And um, now I know my awakening had started in 2016 but it wasn't really until last year and a lot of this year, obviously with the healing that I've went through that um, I started living for me and being my authentic self and incorporating that and doing the shadow work and everything. But um, I find myself homeless at the end of December. And um, when I did my podcast, I was actually staying in a crash center for women if you will from it was called St oh sorry Anne's Gate as in St Anne which um was one of my spirit guides and still is to this day and is um Archangel Mary or Our Lady as some people would know her as um for the past five six months I have I've been living in a hostel called Regina Telly, again, another name for Our Lady or Archangel Mary. And it was there that I underwent um, a lot of intense, extensive healing with um, everything that I went through in this life and past lives and working with the shadow self. Now, um, I know we hear this term. I just want to say that the shadow self is the dark place within our subconscious mind that contains every taboo thought, feeling, desire, or personality trait that we have rejected, buried, or suppressed. So when we're working with the shadow self, we are drawing 
um, attention to it, to shine light on it so we can accept it as part of ourselves rather than fighting with it. Because as we know, that doesn't really help a lot. It makes things worse. Again, if we fight against the current, we aren't going to get very far and we're going to be drained. Whereas if we go with the flow, we have it carries us where we need to go and we have more energy to do the things that we want to do. Thank you for listening to the background on where I've been. Um, when I come back, I will be bringing the first part of our reading to us. Before I start the first part of our reading, just want to make us all aware of our bodies in this moment. Take a deep breath in through our nose and out through our mouth. As we're breathing in deeply, notice any parts of our body that is tense. And as we breathe out, we breathe out the tenseness and allow ourselves to relax, be fully aware of this moment of our soul. As always, as when I shuffle the cards, I always ask God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, and our Blessed Lady to be present, to clear all energies and create a safe space. I ask to be the channel for the messages that our soul needs most of this time, especially during Mercury retrograde in Leo. The energies have been very, very dense the past couple of days. Today it feels lighter. We can think easier. As I mentioned earlier, um, a lot of Mercury retrograde as well is incorporating shadow work. And that has been coming up quite a lot, which again is another reason why I wanted to give a brief bit of information on what we mean by the shadow self. Um, There's a couple of things that we can focus on um, in Mercury Retrograde and Leo, such as finishing a creative project that we've set aside, tell a truth that's been crying out to be spoken, shower adoration on something you've neglected, try something you've never had the courage to try but have always wanted to do, which is beautiful considering Leo is um, very much to do with courage. Practice increasing personal magnetism. So instead of complaining, try to practice describing beauty. Turn self-criticisms to celebration. Practice assuming the best of your friends and loved ones and enjoy yourself. The first part of our reading, in, I'm using the Work Your Light Oracle cards and there are higher love at soul and cards for all three cards and we have a rating for the left and right side which could be feminine masculine balancing it could just be extra guidance i won't know until i turn the cards over and we have on the left hand side angels and ancestors divine feminine higher love soul and cards on the right, we have the Akashic record, the Akashic Tarot cards, 
the Dragon Oracle and again a higher level than Solan card for those. Again, I just want to point out that the Divine Feminine cards aren't solely for females. We have masculine and feminine energies within us all, so this applies to everyone. I have my little purple dragon that I got today, Obsidian, for protection um, against negative energies, um, anything like everything like that, and of course the Reiki crystals as well. I really hope that this reading resonates with you and brings guidance and light to anything that you are all working with, including myself at the moment. And again, peace, love, light and happiness to us all. Thank you. So starting off on the first part of our reading, our first Work your light oracle card are, is Keepers of the Earth. You are not alone. Ancient ancestors stand beside you. And the higher love and soul and card for this um, says crisis and disappointment. Keepers of the Earth is page 100 as you may or may not know, um, I am a big lover of numbers, um, ancient numbers and numerology numbers, um, 100 being the number of new beginnings, that's one influenced twice by the number zero, which is the divine source God energy as well. You are so supported, you do not stand alone, you have a magnificent team of helpers, both in this world and of the earth, who are here to help you every step of the way. Call upon them for assistance. They are here to help. The keepers of the earth acknowledge the work that you have done already and are ready to work through you. They bow at your feet and thank you for wanting to stand for them, to devote your life to protecting the earth in your unique way. It is time to increase your capacity to receive support in the physical realm. This can come in the form of financial abundance, acts of service from strangers or people flocking to help you and your work. The only thing that is stopping you right now is your capacity to receive support. You deserve to be rewarded for the work that you are doing. You do not need to go at it alone. Call upon the keepers of the earth to help you and your mission. Open your heart and your mind to receiving more than you ever thought possible. What kind of support do you need? Call it in right away. Imagine holding this card on your heart and say, I am open to receiving a whole new level of support for my life and my work, and I call it in now, and include any other specific requests. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That is such a beautiful card, and underneath it is Crisis and Disappointment. So not only are you being asked to receive the support for the work you've already done, but also for um, any crisis and disappointment that you're going through, whether that is loss, <clears throat> grief, um, loss and grief of a partnership, a job, anything like that. It could just be because of Mercury retrograde and of course shedding layers. Um, old ways and paths are falling away and it could just be help with um, accepting these changes. 
our next card is share your voice and come out of the cave persecution and expression and underneath it um the higher love soul and card is dominating relationship that doesn't necessarily have to be in romance it could any relationship whether it is family whether it is work relation like friendship relationship basically romantic or platonic um again blue has been coming up quite a lot uh expression speaking our truth communication protection from archangel michael it is also the color of archangel mary um the blue dragons of the pleiades the blue rose of healing um water signs air signs like aquarius scorpio pisces cancer Share your voice is page number seventy-six. Seven being you are on the right path, and six being the number of the home. Um, duality and combined, they make thirteen, which is the number of the goddesses. Unlucky for some, lucky for others, and also links to four, which is the number of the angels, the archangels. You're always supported, guided, loved, and protected. You are being called to share your voice, perhaps by speaking up in a relationship or through writing, speaking, singing, or other form of creative expression. We each hold a truth deep within us that longs to be expressed. Sculpted for lifetimes, the voice of your soul... <clears throat> Sorry... If that is really loud your soul is like no other it carries with it wisdom that can only be gained through soul history and growth by remembering tapping into and expressing this unique tone we not only heal ourselves we also heal the planet at large when you share your voice you unlock something in the universe and call a missing piece of you home your individual voice is the most powerful sound current on the planet if you have kept your soul's voice silenced or held back, chanting or singing could be truly life-changing for you. As we shed the layers of our personality and start letting our unique soul speak through us, we discover that we actually have a very clear message that longs to be shared. The more we speak it, the clearer it gets. There has never been a better time in history than right now to rise up speak your truth and share your soul's voice if you feel fearful know that you are not alone and that the world needs your unique tone in order to harmo harmonize i know i pronounced that wrong i always pronounce things wrong <laughs> as we each rise up and share our song we make it easier for the next person to do the same express yourself Share your voice and speak to those who can hear you. And our last card is answer the call. What's your soul calling you to do? And the higher link, higher love soul link card is end of a learning phase. And answer the call is on page 36. Three being the number of manifestation and the ascended masters, and again six being 
I just had a blank. Oh, Casey, why did you have to do your brain fart? <laughs> Duality, home, hearth, um, <laughs> relationships, beautiful things. Your guidance is divinely guided. You're being called to answer the call of your soul. It might be scary. It might not make sense. But if you trust your soul's yearnings, you will live a life beyond what your mind could possibly imagine. Answering your soul's calling is not a one-time thing, rather a lifelong dance. Keep down, deep down, you already know what you long for, what your soul yearns for. Whatever you are called to do, that is your calling. Don't overthink it. Don't wait for permission. Just say yes. Most people are waiting for a step-by-step -step plan before they take the first step, but intuition doesn't work like that. It takes faith and courage to answer the calls of your soul. And that's why most people don't do it. But you are not most people. You are in exactly the right place to answer your calling now. You don't need to know the whole plan. You don't even need to know where it is leading. You just need to take the step. No one has ever had the complete, perfect plan. There is no end destination. There is no right or wrong way to do it. And you do not need permission from anyone else. Sometimes the more resistance we have around answering the soul calling, the more important it is for our soul's growth. What is your soul calling me to do? And I, for one, can back that up because a big thing of this year for me, as I said previously, was faith and trust. And honestly, it is scary to do. You don't know what's going to happen, but it is so worth it. The second part of our reading, the first card is Snake, Shed Old Skin from the Angels and Ancestors Oracle cards. We have She-Wolf, Unleash the Wild Within. The Divine Feminine cards, we have Saint Bridget, Our Lady of Exalted Light. I give endlessly because the light is without end. My soul is all I need. And Freysia, the Goddess of Discernment. I spend my time wisely. I only say yes with when it's a holy hell yes. And the higher love soul and card is financial matters. Cast off the old. Reveal your true colours, talents and gifts to the world. In many spiritual traditions, the snake offers powerful medicine. In tantric readings, it symbolises the kundalini, which is the powerful serpentine energy within that allows you to reach your highest potential, spiritual potential. When the sacred ones saw a snake in nature or encountered one in a dream, they knew that there was a transformation in the air. For me, the snake card not only represents the shedding of old skin, but moving beyond the limitations caused by carrying the venom of negative thoughts about others or the past. Again, it could be financial matters too, talking about abundance as well. Um, abundance is not just money, it is everything. Um, Again, shed old skin and limiting beliefs and negative thoughts. If you come from a place of lack, then that is what you are going to create according to the law of attraction. And the extended message of the snake is the energy of renewal is washing over your life at this time. If for some reason you feel that your true self hasn't been recognized or you've been misread by others, know this energy is now leaving you. As you've been working through your old stories and all the self-limiting beliefs that you've accumulated along the way, 
You've been peeling away a shield, a skin that has created limiting experiences. Your own personal commitment to growth has been recognized and now the external world will begin to reflect all the work you've been doing within. If you feel someone you love has misunderstood you recently, they will be able to see beyond that if you're willing to recognize your own challenges. This is a time for renewal, abundance and connection. Let yourself be reborn and celebrated. Such beautiful message, especially for this time of Mercury in retrograde, shedding old skin and she-wolf. Let your wild side up and out, unleash your talents and your desires. The she-wolf is a powerful shamanic soul who is half wolf and half woman. She is the alpha female who is not afraid to stand out from the crowd, or in this case, pack. She is wild, unfiltered and unfettered. She encourages you not to be trapped by the limiting factors of weaker members of the pack or those who are trying to hunt you down because you have gifts they don't like or understand. She represents the energy of the wilderness and the unknown and encourages you to be free and unchained and go beyond boundaries. Release the animal energy within and track down what you need to express your true self. You're being rewilded at this time, guided to reconnect with your rebellious heart, the part of you that likes to break boundaries and go beyond them completely. If you've been holding back on your hopes or dreams, you're being encouraged to chase after them now. Let the wolf energy within help you track down what direction you want to go in. And don't let any traps or hunters get in the way of your freedom or your growth. The life you want is here. Our next card is St. Bridget. St. Bridget lived in alignment with the highest, most exalted aspect of her being. She was born a slave and yet legend relates that she gave away anything she possibly could to help those in need. Her generosity was in an indication of the tremendous inner wealth she received from her connection to spirit. Her message to us is to reconnect to that inner fire, that eternal flame that feeds us more than, more than anything external to us ever, ever could. Tripping over my tongue. <laughs> Read poetry or whatever feels like sacred scripture to your soul. Let your soul voice surface through some uncensored automatic writing. Or let your soul guide your body through movement, which is beautiful because I've actually bought a new journal book and I did some yoga and stretching and dancing earlier. Your answers right now are in releasing any attachments to personal possessions, clearing space, uncovering your home, giving away what you don't need or someone needs more than you do, so that you have the sacred space to remember just how much you have when your soul is loud and ever-present within you. St. Bridget's soul voice meditation question is, what can I clear out of my space that no longer resonates with me? And the intention of St. Bridget is, I give endlessly because the light is without end. My soul is all I need. So beautiful. These cards have a beautiful energy. I'm sure you can feel it. I love these cards. I have been wanting these cards for ages and I finally got them and I'm like yay <laughs> such beautiful beautiful energy and our last card for this part of the reading is Freja discernment is derived from the Greek word diachrist it refers to a spiritual power that allows you to distinguish 
between the spirits that will cause harm and the spirits that will assist you. It lets us discern when a phone call or an email or a visit from a friend is going to add to your day or if it's going to derail it. Discernment is the difference between feeling led by the day, pulled this way and that, and claiming it. Our time, in this lifetime at least, is limited. Every second is significant. Freysia reminds us of the searing perception we all have, but perhaps don't use frequently enough. She wants us to be discerning with how we choose to spend our time and whom we choose to love. She wants us to never ever say yes to anything or anyone from a place of fear or obligation. You are a demigoddess, a valakir, a priestess of your own fate. You get to choose the life you want to live. And this happens by being fierce and warrior-like about what you say yes to. Use discernment so that you're only saying yes to what will actually nourish and renew you, inspire or expand you. It's not your business to worry about those you might disappoint. You were not made to meet everyone's expectations of you. You were made to express the truth of who you are and to use the brief time you have here to live out your potential. Nothing is ob ob obligatory except breathing. Your only true obligation is to the voice of your own soul. Fresia wants you to realize the gleaming gold that you are and act accordingly. She wants you to unapologetically choose the life you actually want to be living right now. She wants you to make your yes holy again by using, by only using it when it's the truth. Fraser's soul voice meditation is what does a hell yes, the holy yes, feel like in my body? And Fraser's intention is I spend my time wisely. I only say yes when it's a holy hell yes. I hope this part of the reading resonated and again such beautiful messages. I love the fact that the obsidian I got today was perfect for this reading as well with the protection against everything that is no longer working for us. And for the last part of our reading, Beautiful Souls, we have the Eight of Scrolls, Paths Unknown, and the Eight of Roses, Sanja Community, Joyful Times, Green Gold Dragon from Ceres, and the Rose Pink Dragon. Such beautiful messages. Um, just want to point out as well, we have the Eight of Scrolls and the Eight of Roses. Eight, eight, um, the, the energies from eight being amplified twice, and that's the number of abundance, infinity. Uh, when you turn eight on side, it's infinity. So an infinite amount of <clears throat> resources, abundance, prosperity, all all of the beautiful things coming to us. Um, paths unknown. Woodland animals gather around a woman who stands in a small clearing in the forest. The fork before her breaks into three separate paths. The middle is clear and bright. The left is much darker with more trees and growth. And the right is dappled by sunlight with a few shadows falling here and there across it. This card reveals that you've been travelling on a path that's known to you and it shows you the way to the expected outcomes but there are two other paths that aren't as clear. Remember if you stay with only the known and seemingly safe you won't catch the unseen opportunities that can come your way. Some options may be unexpected and perhaps a little risky. Don't be so attached to your agenda that you miss them. 
Happily, during this phase, you can investigate unknown paths and make the decisions that lie before you with confidence. You are flexible and brave enough to step into the shadows. Stay alert. Extraordinary opportunities abound in the least expected places. Close your eyes and see a path cloaked in shadow before you. It might be a little scary because it's unknown. Step right into the shadow and feel yourself filled with the excitement of uncertainty and unknown opportunity. Are you ready for a surprise? Such a beautiful card linking in with the other part of the reading so far. Again, um, the shadow side as well could be the ego. Um, the ego will try to keep us as safe as possible. But again, when we stay in our comfort zones, we can't expand and grow. Again, going into the unknown is trust and faith as well. And the Eight of Roses, Sangja community. Inside a room, people are seated around a table conversing with interest and energy. There are many icons from different groups and societies. A Kikadus, a sunflower, a Tibetan bell, an Egyptian scarab, a dreamcatcher and a star of David are just a few. This card indicate, indicates that it's a time to join or rejoin your group, your ashram, your tribe or your sangha. Whatever you call it, it is a community that connects you with others of like-minded purpose and activity. There are many communities in each person's life and still more that return from past lives. For instance, you have your family, friends and work associates, but you also have the people with whom you share many creative, cultural or spiritual purposes. New friends can also be coming your way at this time. Be open to these new connections. You will not only find help with current directives, but you may also reawaken past life relationships, talents and disciplines. It's a time for a happy sharing of your discoveries. Close your eyes and start to feel a new community come around you. People gather and you sense the support of kindred souls. Take a look around you and notice what you sense about the individuals there. Who are they and what purpose do you hold within them? And underneath it was, is the Joyful Times card as well, which I absolutely love tying it all in. Again, funny story. I Today when I was getting my salt lamp and dragon, I actually met a like-minded individual spiritually based and we ended up having lunch at a vegan restaurant that was beautiful and called phoenix and i am um, the phoenix is definitely a spirit animal and totem of mine because again we shed we die we rise from the ashes the death is not a figurative death it's um not a literal death but a figurative one as in shedding the old ways and things so again, beautiful, beautiful, especially if you, during your awakening or your journey, you've been feeling old relationships, friendships and stuff fall away and feeling a bit lonely, have hope and hold out because your soul family is coming and I'm so grateful and thankful for mine. And now the dragon cards, the green dragon from Cirrus. <laughs> Funny thing is, it's actually from page 88, so we have four eights. Wonderful. The green gold dragon from Cirrus brings universal knowledge to your spiritual pathway. 
learn about spiritual technology and be a transmitter of sacred knowledge. Drawing this card suggests you invite these luminous beams to swirl around you, touching your chakras with the sacred geometry of the universe. Then ask them to tune you into any aspect of higher knowledge you could bring forward now. Sit quietly and allow this to happen. You may receive a download of information or various keys and codes you carry in your soul may light up. If so, you will become a transmitter who broadcasts sacred knowledge, though you may not be consciously aware of it. This is a very powerful dragon, so notice subtle changes in your thoughts and attitudes. Your dreams may reveal memories from your travels with the wonderful green gold dragons from Cirrus. And the last card of our reading is the rose pink dragon on page 80. Again, 8 influenced with 0. I love that. <clears throat> Prepares your heart to connect with the higher facets of the cosmic heart. Open your heart to warm-hearted love and diamond light. Connect with the love of the universe. Receiving this card suggests that your higher heart is ready to connect to the cosmic heart. Ask the rose pink dragons to touch your heart center and sense it awakening and expanding. When the four crystal petals open, they sparkle with diamond light. They contain the higher facets of the love energy of the universe. Beware of them lighting up so that all 33 facets of your heart center are active. You may see or sense a shaft of rose pink light flowing from your heart right up to the cosmic heart, which opens wide to you. Breathe soft, warm pink light into your aura. Notice how you transcend your emotions as the rose pink dragons stay close to you and light you up. Such a beautiful reading, such strong, powerful energy and messages, especially for this time of Mercury retrograde. I hope this reading has resonated with you. Thank you so much for tuning in or finding the station. And again, I'm just so thankful and grateful to be the channel for the messages and the guidance that we all need either at this moment in time or at any time when you find it. Even though I'm doing this podcast now, you may find it in a week, a month, a year, and it can still be relative to you. Before I finish, I just want to draw our attention back into a state of the present moment, soaking up all the energy and guidance that we have received through this reading and share with you the five principles of Reiki. Just for today, I will let go of worry. Just for today, I will let go of anger. Just for today, I will be dedicated to my work. Just for today, I will live in gratitude. And just for today, I will be kind to all living things. Peace, love, light, and blessings to you all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You are beautiful, you are loved, you are loving, and you are lovable. Namaste.